You are listening to highlights from the Creative Process interview with Mastil the Hustler. To listen to the full interview or hear more about the Creative Process projects, please visit www.creativeprocess.info. What are some achievements or things that you are so happy to have been involved with and overseen? I am very happy to have been with this convention nearly 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen it from different perspectives in different functions also. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, uh, the most amazing is whenever you go on the ground. Because the people really are so committed, they love their sites, and I also realized how important both the natural and the cultural heritage is for the identity of the people. Um, they are really scared about losing their heritage. They see the enormous pressures which are coming uh, through uh, uh, development in all its forms, and um, they look uh, at UNESCO for helping with a development which is compatible with the World Heritage Site and which is truly sustainable. Mm -hmm. Meaning that benefits go actually to the communities and to the people living around the sites and or in the sites. And um, they want us to help them to do so. And also just more broadly, I don't know that everyone knows what UNESCO stands for, it's different branches, the, 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 but just let, tell us a little bit more broadly just about UNESCO. UNESCO has a fantastic mandate. Mm -hmm. UNESCO was created after the Second World War and um, if it wouldn't exist you would have to create it because the idea was um, that war, st uh, war starts in the minds of men and you have to look at the minds of men to uh, get peace um, in, <laughs> in their mindset, so to say. And I think um, the idea of UNESCO is uh, to work on education, science, culture and communication to achieve peace. And this is one of the best goals you you can have, and it was reinforced through the sustainable development um, goals. And um, this is the programs we work on uh, in UNESCO um, uh, with our cultural heritage, um, the different programs on creativity, including creative cities, um, uh, on in the scientific field to use science for um, the creation of peace and to share the knowledge among the peoples of this world. Right, and we, ha we have one of our collaborating students is here, she is from China. I wonder if you had any questions about heritage sites or different programs? Yes, mm -hmm. um, I am actually really interested in like um, an article from your website, uh, which is on socioeconomic impacts of World Heritage uh, listing, because from my own experience, like many like national parks, if they are granted with the World Heritage listing, they will put it on their tickets, printed it on their like info desk, on their posters. Do you think it's a positive thing, or do you think it's too commercialized? Um, no, I think um, the idea of World Heritage is that um, the benefits are also shared among the peoples. So, um, and the local communities. So it's very important that um, these communities, which 
by the way, they wanted to have the listing. It's not UNESCO saying you need to be World Heritage. On the contrary, uh, we are flooded with requests that sites want to become um, uh, the World Heritage status, but they need to be aware um, that uh, with the income gain through tourism, regional development, cultural industries, it's not only tourism, it's all the products which go along with the, uh, the World Heritage um, uh, designation, um, that uh, this needs to be shared. So we have a number of tensions, and I'm very frank with you, um, especially, uh, um, I give you the example of the Mediterranean, when cruise ships come to sites like Barcelona, Venice, Dubrovnik, the local people don't gain from that. The cruise ships come, hundreds and hundreds of tourists go into the city, they go back to ship, they stay there, they eat there. So what is the gain for the local community and for the World Heritage Site? So there is an issue which you as a site manager, you need to be aware before the listing. And we help actually the sites to define management plans, to define visitor use plans. But I have seen over the last 10 years um, such an increase of tourism um, in some of the sites, not all of the sites, but in a few of the sites, um, that it's no longer a benefit for the local people and um, they turn against the tourists. So in Venice we have seen um, that some of the local people went on boats and threw uh, paint against the cruise ships. Um, they say we want to have our sites back for us. Um, so there is a tension, and this tension needs to be dealt with by the site management and by the national authorities. If it means reducing visitors, you have to do that. We have even sites you cannot visit because the damage would be so big. If you look at uh, Lascaux or the Grotte we cannot let any single visitor into the site. So what did they do? They made programs like in the Grotte um, they created Chauvet 2, so you can go there. It's a total uh, reconstruction of the original. Um, but you can see it, you can experience it. It's a paint which looks like the original. Um, but they have also now made uh, virtual experiences. So, which is also interesting. Uh, I actually went to the Musée de l'Homme the other day and, and experienced it myself. So you have the, uh, the virtual uh, thing uh, to look at. And I went uh, virtually into the grot and there was a bear coming along. And so it was quite an experience. And I think this is also the future, speaking about technology and make best use to better understand the sites and to put yourself into the feeling of a person who lived there uh, thousands of years ago. And speak, following on from that, what the effects of pollution and thinking about climate change. What is your personal position on uh, some difficult decisions we must make in terms of travel or reducing our consumption and sustainability? This is certainly a, a big debate. Um, on the one hand, you want to experience the world and the sites also want to share with the whole world. Um, and, and the nations want to share with the whole world their unique heritage. So it's, uh, it's a difficult situation uh, because you want to have tourists on the one hand, 
but um, also you need to take into account what tourism means in terms of using the resources and in terms of pollution and air travel and using very scarce water resources, for example. Mm. There may be places we don't have enough water in the future. And it's starting uh, to be problematic in some areas of Spain, for example, in the Mediterranean in, uh, in general. Now, you know, ending uh, on, on a question about, as you think about the future, you think about education, um, cultural and natural heritage, and the kind of world we're living, our children. Um, what do you feel are some ways we might improve our current systems? Oh, they are, this is a very, <laughs> very big question. Mm -hmm. um, I really think that um, we cannot leave uh, for future generations a world which is destroyed. So mm -hmm. what I can do in my power in the little field I'm working in globally, um, I try to preserve the World Heritage Sites so that we can leave them in a good shape to future generations. But it is not an easy thing. Um, especially uh, with the, uh, the rate at which we face climate change. Uh, I think this was long underestimated. Scientific advice was not uh, followed and uh, even questioned. And um, I think uh, this is something we really need to deal with, both for natural and for cultural heritage to have an environment in which the basis for uh, our survival is is given, but it, at the moment I uh, I see major challenges there. There is some hope because there is a, a rising awareness among young people. They are getting more engaged than the generation before them, and um, they question what's happening by the government. So I think that is is a positive sign. Um, for us at UNESCO, education is at the heart. Um, speaking different languages, trying to understand the other, and learning about your own culture and your own identity is always a strength wherever you go. Want to get involved with exhibitions or interviews? Email us at team at creativeprocess.info. Thank you for listening.